When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. This week I want to talk about shrinking, not drinking the little bottle from the TV show or movie that makes their little girl shrink all the way down. Yep, Alice in Wonderland. Not that at all. I mean, our consumption, the overall consumption of what we use. And why is it so important? Why do we constantly talk about shrinking and reducing? Well, is it to make your life worse? Not usually. Although, if you watch a lot of YouTube channels and, and different things on sustainability, they make it sound so uncomfortable. You're going to minimize the amount of things you own, or to the point where you only own 21 items. Or you're going to move out into the woods in this tiny house, and as I always talk about, the composting toilet. If you do, super! But that isn't always it. Reduction can be the most tiniest thing. And I'm going to use this short to kind of put it into scope for you. So... Let's say, because it was me at one point, I didn't bring my fork with me to work. I, I would bring a lunch, but quite often I knew that there was packages of silverware at work. Some places have individual. Ours had the enclosed packages for sanitary reasons, of course. A fork, spoon, a knife, salt, pepper, napkin, all wrapped in a plastic to keep it fresh and clean. So I didn't bring my utensils in the beginning. I would just use one of those. I knew we had a bunch of them. Why would I not use them? Well, that's what this short is about. I just want to give you perspective of what changes when I bring a fork. As I learned more and more about sustainability, I decided I was going to bring my own stuff to work. So, I brought my own fork, and I didn't use those packages. Let's see what is different. Those packages, in order for them to be there, each one of them, paper and plastic and even salt and pepper, all are raw materials at some point. They had to go through, find these raw materials, and process them. Well, those raw materials have to be transported to the processing plant. So, carbon emissions through the machines that collect these raw materials, carbon emissions for transporting them to the plants where they could then be turned into those materials. That is where the material is produced, where more carbon emissions and waste and water usage are all happening in those plants. Not counting everything that comes with getting that equipment there, but that's another piece. So then you have this raw material, you transport it to the plant that makes the actual items because the place that refined the salt doesn't necessarily print and put it on the paper or make the paper for the packets. So these all get transported to another plant and more carbon emissions. They make it to that plant, they start creating this product. Well, the same people who make the silverware don't make the napkin. So all of those have to be shipped to a place, to what they would call an assembly plant, where they're going to assemble all the items together and wrap them in plastic, collect them, put them all in a big box, and ship them, yep, more emissions, to a warehouse. Where that warehouse, those items will sit there until they're ordered or needed, and then shipped again to their new home more carbon emissions. 
Meanwhile, that warehouse only exists because they have to keep a large stock of random things somewhere. So that building, its workers, those lights, you know, I think you're getting it by now. All of those things. Well, my fork, if I got a package out one day a week all year long, well, I was kind of contributing to the reason why we needed to reorder those. When I brought my fork and my own things, I quit taking them from there. And although I'm one of several, more and more people did stop bringing it because they would, oh, you brought your own. Well, yeah, it functions better and then I'm not wasting because a lot of times I'd open it, take the fork out and not really use the rest of it. So then when I started feeling bad, I started throwing them in a drawer, end up with a drawer full of napkins and peppers, which causes a, a big deal. I'm wasting all of these things. It's worse when I need one item and I throw away the rest, which most people do. The U.S. disposes of 40 billion packets of silverware a year. That's someone taking one item out or, or two, but they're consuming those packets at 40 billion per year. And we just talked about all the emissions. We didn't even talk about the really the amount of water that's wasted during that time or just waste product that doesn't necessarily have a great place to go. 40 billion packs per year. That is a lot. So by bringing my fork, I avoided my portion of those emissions. Those aren't mine anymore. I negated that from my carbon footprint. And when some someone else saw me keeping a fork, a spoon, and a knife in my drawer where I just washed it off at the end of use and put it back in there, and they th asked me and I explained it, when they started bringing their silverware, I kind of get that. Remember? It's that whole positive footprint thing that pyramid scheme for good deeds because they made that change because of me now two of those packets aren't coming out of there every single day we learn these because the small action that i made there makes a big impact over time we may have ordered three less boxes over in that year but that's three less boxes that went through that whole process and as more and more people joined me and there was quite a few people who made that change we probably ordered a lot less of those boxes and globally, well, it's no 40 billion packs, but it's some. And those boxes didn't have to be produced, didn't have to be shipped, and we didn't consume them. So when you think about why do we shrink, it's amazing. It's kind of like that butterfly effect. You do one small action, and it springs into this big deal. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you like this episode, share it with a friend, or share it on social media. If you want to support realistic sustainability in other ways, you can always become a sustainer. Thank you for those who already have. And if you don't want to do that, you can always leave a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Those help a lot. Thank you again. And remember, all we have to do is get a little better each time. Little bit, little bit, big bit. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Mike, co-host of Realistic Sustainability, the podcast, which you probably already know, but I'm also the author of A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life. That was the book that led to our Facebook page, our Facebook group, and, well, even this show. It offers tips on promoting your positive footprint while decreasing your carbon footprint. So if you want to read what started all of this, get A Beginner's Guide to Greening Your Life, available on Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or just visit greeningyourlife.org for more information.
Thank you for joining the sustainable movement and promoting a greener future.